0: Welcome to the Mindful Surfer podcast with myself, Will Foster, and my co-host, Liam, the sort of half-covered-up, non-baking-of-the-balls Morgan, um, sat in my garden in the sunshine. Suns out, guns out. Suns out, guns out. We've got lots to share Sun's out, my friends. Suns out, bums out. Indeed. Indeed. Um, And before the show started, we were just chit-chat, chit-chat, chit-chat about boards, because we love boards. And... um, we had a really cool surf trip the other day, didn't we?
1: We had a... Yeah, we did. We had, a, we had a, a lads surf trip.
0: Lads. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. Small waves in summer, generally. It's the way it goes, no matter where you are in the world. Um, and it requires a bit of foam, a bit of volume, to just get wave catching going and get some speed down the line and, and do whatever. Um, and we took that to the next level, didn't we? We, had, we, we sort of had this foamy party, didn't we? We, we got to... This North Devon beach um, called Saunton, which is a beach very close to my heart because we we've 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 always gone there as a family because we have a place um, in Saunton that we go to and we stay at and um, it's it's a really it's a soft wave at the best of times um, but it was about one maybe two foot on the first day yeah and a great friend of the show Tiago had bought a brand new sort of mini Simmons foamy the, uh, thing uh, looking I would like say that's the f- exactly the way it to just looked it. like the funnest surfboard on the planet you get the right size for the person who's going to be riding it in terms of skill and weight and the and the little keels at the back this straight line i mean there was there is no curvature in the board either in rocker or an outline yeah bar of soap yeah and he was out in that you were out in your Mick fanning uh, Little Marley, which we've mentioned a number of times, five ten, and I was out on my log seven four, my new one. I got a new phone board. I wanted to sort of join the party, um, and it was just ace, What not it do? We were. It was like twenty twenty five degrees.
1: It, it was. It was the. It was the beginning of the end of the North Coast surf drought of twenty twenty three, Correct. because those uh, very committed surfers up there have had, or they had had. No waves for a very long period of time. And that would include Cornwall, North Coast as well. Yeah. Now we, ironically- because yeah, we haven't even
0: spoken about this.
1: We, yeah. had, we had had, during that sort of um, flat spell of 23, we were in this kind of parallel surf universe on the South Coast, which is the reverse of how it traditionally would work. Because we, hit, we had this sort of dream easterly that came through and, and created a, a sort of groundswell-like wave for two weeks while the, the whole of the North Coast was flat. And yeah. what made it even better was no one else showed up because yeah. there were other places on the South Coast that were firing. So our little town, we, we, I mean, yes, it was a little bit busier, but my God, we had sunshine, waves, two, day, two sessions a day uh, se- uh, surfs, all while the, uh, the, pr- the, the, the proper surfing world of Cornwall and the North Coast we were having a little, a little swim and a paddleboard and whatever else you do when it's flat
0: it was it was a real reversal it of was. our coastal structures.
1: So anyway, so then we had that, which was a good And that
0: was an amazing run. We'll, we'll come back to the run because yeah, there's yeah. loads we want to discuss on that swell run we had.
1: Cuz it taught us a lot, loads, man. Uh, and I don't want to talk too much about the fact that Ben Gravy light one of my cutbacks that was well, caught. We on camera. that
0: needs to discussing. We're going to just we're going I want to set up all these little teasers, yeah. you know, loads of loads of things discussed. Um but let's come on to the trip and the trip was was this foam party. Um, not like an,
1: not like an Ibiza phone party. <laughs>
0: not like an Ibiza phone party. Yeah. Um, where everyone ends up like having the most horrible stinging eyes in the morning. You, you've been, have you ever been to a phone party? Yeah,
1: it's like being a victim of some sort of chemical attack.
0: <laughs> it is horrendous. And I remember like, looking at my friend Lucian. Yeah, woo! Oh. Ah, ah, uh, and every, everyone's <laughs> sucking down soap through their mouth and going up their nostrils and going in their eyes. And then the next morning, I remember looking at my mate Lucian. We were in a tent in Newquay and crazy hungover and clearly I'd, I'd had no water and was just waking up and we've been to this phone party and I looked at him and I was like how are you doing Luce and he looked back at me and he he went to wake up like you want to wake up in the mornings right that's what you do yeah he couldn't no because his eyes were stuck together yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with this yellowy pus stuff that had come from this obviously the toxicity of all yeah. this I don't know Fairy non-bio. <laughs> God knows what's flying in Flying down into your eye. Anyway, we had a phone party of the surfy variety, and it was basically a real nice insight into just the joy of surfing. You know, just really, it's phone boards. And, and Liam, you've had a phone board for years. I've been late to the party because I've I had a puddle jumper that went great. It was, it was my high-volume summer shortboard uh, vibe. Um, and I've had a soft top, hard bottom, heavy ass, yeah, glider longboard. It's a. It's my longboard that I refer to in the show. When I do my longboarding, it's it's that one. It's a little bit of softness on the top, but basically, it's it's a rock hard board that weighs 15, 20 kilos at least. And I've and I've kind of so I've had that that quiver sort of dialed and so on. But then in just recent months, it's it's started to become evident. I was like, oh, well, I really want something to to go for some waves that's soft and just join the party a little bit. What's it like? How, you know, how does it all how does it all work? And that soft H- has been amazing, that log, but it is nothing, nothing compared to the fishy, mini Simmonsy things that you boys were riding.
1: Well, I, 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 I'm, a, as you know, it, uh, it, it's sort of, it, it can make you, our disclaimer here is it can make you surfing a bit lazy in some yeah. respects, Foamies, because they, they pop, they, they, you know, me and Tiago actually spoke about this, because you, you can really pop them into the wave and without paddling. You you can just dig it in, let go, and the the thing takes off for you. And that's something that... And it helps you surfing when you go back to regular board. But you can get very lazy with it. So your paddle technique changes slightly if all you do is surf a foamy. However, in terms of time stood on a board for anybody, I think it's an amazing thing. In, what, half a foot to three, four, five? I mean, you can surf them up to whatever. I mean, look what Jamie O'Brien does at Pipeline on his log. But, but, here's the thing. I I almost think that it's like the progression of surfing, I get shouted out by some people for this, but you should start almost on a foam, well, you do start on foamies, but you should continue on that for quite a long time in a way, especially if you move into performance foamies. And what's great is in summer lineups, most people that are surfing hardboards would be better served for for themselves and for everybody else around them by surfing some sort of version of a foamy, whether it's a sort of complete fun thing or it's a performance foamy. For every reason that we talked about before, they don't hurt people as much if they whack them. They don't hurt you if you whack yourself on them, although the fins can be pretty um, fierce. But all, all round, they do a lot of things. And then for the surfing joy in that kind of size, where they allow you to get up and down in the face of a wave, you can, because the technology has improved so much now, you can cut back better. Um, and because you're spending more time stood on a board, you start to work out what it's like to be on a wave while you're vertical. Uh, rather than horizontal or whatever you're doing. So I, I just, I've got so much time for them and I'm almost slightly obsessed with them and the improvements in technology since we've started this show, particularly, mm-hmm. you know, talking about the different versions from, and the different brands and, and the people that are coming into the market, everybody's seen, uh, you know, and maybe it's a bit like the um, low alcohol, non-alcoholic beer revolution is that people go, ah, oh, you don't don't need to look cool. I don't need to get shit-faced. <laughs> I can have a little bit of micro gabber from this. And um and so that that kind of allows this uh, fun and relaxed surfing that comes from just just doing it for the pure joy. It takes out that I'm looking cool because I've got like a paper thin shortboard under my arm. And, and and as I say, the sort of the, the early entry, the glide, the turns, the pump, everything that you wanna try and do, especially as a non you know, as an improving surfer, is there. Clinton. and it, or any surf coach might say, yeah, but sitting in the pocket's different. And However, some of the tech that's come out, you can do some of that you really can. for the level that certainly I'm at. Yep. I like where I'm at. and um, you, you really can. And so you, you're right. And we tried everything, didn't we? We had a slightly more performance, uh, uh, foamy. Uh, we, we, the Tiago's that he bought, there's this little 5'4", Mini Simmons um, twin fin, was one of the funnest things I've ever put my feet on. Such a cool board. Yeah.
0: When I got on your Mick, uh, it blew me away. It was only about a 20 metre ride, but I sort of stood up earlier, as you would, on a foam board. It's a 5'10", but it's almost 23 inches wide and almost three inches thick, but it's this softness of it. And I stood up and it's this effortless flow. That's the only way to describe it. For me, I was going to sort of simplify a foamy. It's effortless flow. Yeah, there's no, there's no loss of speed. So your body... Connects to the wave in a different way. You just you're you're just flowing. You're flowing. You're flowing. What I don't what I don't think you get. This is how I've how I've interpreted it so far with the foamy is you don't get therefore any loss of speed. So it's that re-entry into the pocket that you get on a hardboard on a bigger wave. You don't get. Yeah. You don't get that that ebb and flow as much. Mm-hmm. You just get this constant flowing speed, and the f- the fun factor is mind blowing, especially when you're a guy like me who's who's ridden loads of yeah of hardboards over the years. And as then, and as then you know, when it's gotten smaller, I switched onto my longboard, which is what I tend to do. But it's that thing where I, I got on your mic. And, and, then, and then it became this whole weekend of that, because then we had this great trip with the next day, the waves pumped again and so on.
1: Well, the swell was just building and building, it was, wasn't it? It was.
0: It was building. And it was this thing where I had genuine board envy. Because I, I had my puddle jumper, which was great. And I'll give you the background on this. And listeners probably know, but I just... Quick background on this to give you the board insight on this because we both got all these boards that we want to get at the moment. Want to share this with you. So I'd been on a really high volume forty-five liter puddle jumper, having been on much less volume in my hybrids for years. Haven't got better, but that puddle jumper, bang! I'm taking off earlier. I'm looking down the line more, and I'm and I'm getting back to the source, getting back to the foam over and over. In particular, front side. I never really suffered that much backside, but front side. I'm starting to learn. How to keep that rail engaged for longer. Hit the foam, done and Yeah. Then, time goes on, time goes on, time goes on. And eventually, I was like, hmm, I could maybe switch to a puddle jumper HP, switch a bit of go down in volume. Oh, wow. I'm doing just as well on those cutbacks. But now, I'm also hitting the lip. I'm really coming up a little bit more vertical. And this ball is really fitting in the picture now. Yeah. You spend enough time on a board like this, and you are, obviously, was it six or seven meters less in volume? Yeah. And the summer comes around and it's like, oh, the waves, you know, we had that easterly run. We had these, you know, knee, waist, sometimes chest high waves, nonstop for two and a half weeks. And I tried to take my puddle in that. Nah. Yeah. And you go, oh, am I shy of a high volume, fun, sort of flowy board that's not just a longboard. And I am. And I was watching you on yours. I was watching Tiago on his. And I'm on my log and the log is not it at all. And then the surf trick carries on, carries on. And I, and I genuinely had that. I didn't have envy. That's, that's the wrong word. But I just had that real thing of like, oh, okay. I'm missing a board right now. So you get fucking thousands of waves. Like, Jesus, you had a left that you just <laughs> went forever. And then you disappear behind the lip. Boosh, little bit of spray off the back. And I'm like, fuck me. He is, he is getting a lot of waves. And like you said, Liam, it's so about you've got to have your feet on the board. No matter what is going, to get, that for me is progression. Is are your feet on the board? Are your feet on the board? And I was sat at the back, fine, having an okay time. I'm on my forty liter um, fish that I'd borrowed from a friend, um, but it was the same sort of liters as my puddle jump H P. And I'm sat there, I'm getting waves. Yeah. I am, and, and 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 when I'm getting them, I'm doing a proper knifey turn and I'm hitting the lip. But that's my ride. That was my ride. I wasn't getting these flowing, long, drawn out waves with all these little beautiful turns you can do on foamies weekend carries on, carries on. My log was not doing it because my log, as I said before the show to you, Liam, that log is, it's a 7.4 I've got. I got it three, four weeks ago and it's got a fair bit of rocker on it. Yeah, It's also got three fins at the back and sort of, it doesn't do anything very well. It's like it doesn't, apart from catch waves, Yeah, but on the wave is where it really counts. So it doesn't glide that well. It can't do really a cutback. It can't really do a carve. It can do a little off the lip, but that's hard in itself because you can't generate speed. And then the ways really picked up on the final day, and you'd gone home, but on the final day, um, it'd gone more to like chest high, maybe head high even, sometimes mm-hmm. on the set. And Ryan, a really good friend of the show, Ryan, uh, lent me a 610 bomber by so- by Soft Tech. Yeah. Check out the bomber. I'm sure everyone is. Well,
1: we're going through all the boards here. I mean, we just so to add, go nobody on. has paid us to talk about. These I know, boards. Liam. We're doing it because I know we love
0: surfing. We will either be sponsored by one of these brands one day, or we'll they, have, our or own. they'll be suing us for defamation. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll have a massive lawsuit yeah. on our hands. But um, I got on the no. Let's go through the ways. The ways yeah. in the morning <clears> when I first borrowed the bomber were about two feet, but nice two feet. Yeah. Maybe a third sometimes, and and just long ride, good shape. And the bomber, so I was riding the 610 bomber, it was 23 wide, three thick to the nose, too. Are you talking, s- about, are you talking s- about the bomber or something? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. And it's 60 liters. Yeah, it's a weapon, it's a big but, boy. But Ryan, being Ryan. Had played around with the fins. He's put in a little twin keel, but quite a small keel shape too. It's not like a big ass keel; it's a little one, which he got from. This is this is Ryan, for he got it from France or somewhere.
1: Well, I want to start calling him Gucci Ryan, because he's got some great kit,
0: epic kit. His van is epic. He's got twenty surf skates, uh, yeah, fifty boards. Anyway, so I'm on this board, and my first wave, I paddle out the back and thought, "Cool, that was quite an easy paddle." It's a lovely. What? When going paddling from first wave, I've already caught it twenty meters before it's breaking, and I'm thinking. This is nuts. There's no rocker on this thing. Stand up, and I'm nose riding for about 50 meters, both feet on the end of the board. Not a hang five, hang 10. Nose riding, nose riding, nose riding. Then the wave starts picking up, going down the line, and I do these sort of S-turny, big pumps, up, down the lip, up, down the lip. And then then I did a cutback. Finish the cutback, land, and I'm thinking, that's the best summer board I've ever been on. (laughs) And it was like, the puddle couldn't be that. Because the puddle, although that thick, and although that flat... The puddle is a 6-1. It hasn't got the nose ride. So the thing about the bomber was, I was like, shit, I'm on a board that t- doesn't turn quite as well as an original puddle jumper. I can't say that. That's unfair, because it's just 15 litres in difference. And the puddle jumper original is a hard board. It's got proper rails. Let's not compare them completely, but almost as good at turning on as my original puddle, better on wave catching, and and you can nose ride it. And I was thinking, holy smoke. And in the second surf on that day. I think I must have caught about 90 waves. Mm-hmm. And it was just a relentless joy fest. Four hours. Nose ride, nose ride, nose ride. Cut back, cut back. Little nose ride. Do another little cut back. Little floater. And if so if, what I'm saying is if you can surf to an okay level, I think what's going to happen with getting a foamy, the right one, it's a real journey that, because you've got to get it right, Yeah, is it will take your surfing to the next level.
1: Well, as I said at the beginning, you get more waves. Yep. Fundamentally, yep. you'll catch more waves. You'll get in earlier, uh, regardless of what that does And I promise taking.
0: we're not sponsored by a softboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, well, we haven't tried things like soft uh, catch surf. I've never served nope. catch surf, actually. Catch surf. Um, yep. Although I, I like the look of their boards and obviously we... And, we, and also the John John ones. John John but ones. One, they look insane. They are I'm talking, I'm joking about Gucci. We, we picked, we went and sort of picked a few up didn't we up in uh, in, in north dev and um the, the the john john ones and but they're so sp- they almost look like a wa- an art piece really they're, they're sort of like a velveteen top which is weird because it doesn't look like it's going to stick very well and it looks like it might get waterlogged. so i'd love to try one because they are super high performance right with the futures uh, fin boxes in um but th- but then there's all these other things coming on the market uh, like the the js flamefish uh, which is kind of like a rubber wrapped Hardboard, I'm Love just desperate board, to try it's one. It's got of
0: that the... little kick pad at the back. Yeah,
1: it looks insane.
0: So cool. And they
1: also do the Big Baron, which is a, yep. a, a so so. You know, I'm and you and I are just looking at all these boards, and we went around a few board shops and looked at, picked them up, and yep. held them, yep. and and, yep. and 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 I I spoke to a really, I probably said this before on the show, a really good pal of mine who lives in uh, by the sea in Japan, and um, you know, he's he, he's a stand up paddleboarder often, but I still speak to him, and um, he's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I was wondering where you're
0: going to uh, go with uh, that. Uh,
1: <laughs> and, and I still love oh, him for whatever he does. I, but then, he, you know, he was surfing. one, he, he was getting frustrated, he was on a long, long, hard uh, board, and he said he couldn't get into waves as well, and he was frustri- finding his surfing frustrating. And I was like, dude, get a foamy. Yeah. You know, because he goes surfing with his boy, and these lad rips. You know, he's a really good surfer And he picked up this JS um, big baron um, foam board, and he he, he WhatsApp me. Um, about a month or so ago and said, it's changed my life. He gets more waves. He's on, he's on his feet more. He's laughing more when he's surfing. He's not worried about hitting himself or other people. In, you know, And I think all of those things give you that, don't they? It gives you a smile on your face. You're not taking yourself too seriously. You, 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 you get loads more waves. You get, as you said, Will, more importantly, time on your feet. Yep. Very rare you get a lot of time on your feet during surf sessions.
0: I'll go as far as saying as well, it's like going from doing a run in... A pair of Nikes, yeah, or doing and now, now, now clearly this there's, there's some nuance in this, but yeah. they're all doing a run in some Nike airs, yeah, it's like cushioning, yeah, it's like softer on the joints, yeah the a foamy is just soft on every part of your mind body and soul massively, and it unless you hit the face everything
1: you know, I got hit in the face with an an evo of my own as well, it was tragic yeah, yeah. <laughs> embarrassingly, a couple of years ago in Cornwall, right, oh my God, that was painful I've been hit. Uh, with my own softboard and yeah it gives you a little wallet but it's not anywhere near as Heaven. bad as being hit by Heaven. a PU board so yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan and I would love to dedicate the rest of my <laughs> years <laughs> to try it out yeah. softboards they make me yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't mean to say I d- that I won't surf shortboards and hardboards don't get me wrong this is not a completely replace um, but for the joy of summer waves especially and even in some chunky big old winter surf it's great fun Particularly if we surf like we do onto pebbles and
0: rocks and stones, it is so, isn't it? And I think it, it, it's sort of for me, it's um, it's it's aided with my takeoff in a huge way. And I think that um, we've discussed this before. If you're going to say, you know, what is what is the most important aspect of getting what 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 is the most important aspect of surfing in order to surf well, in order to surf with flow and precision and stay near the pocket and its takeoff, it's it's. It's always, And if you can find a board that's going to help you do that, it's going to help you surfing. I think what happens though, I think what it, certainly with a lot of the long boards that are out there because they can really, and mid-length, they can help you get in, is they've got a lot of rockers. So they do still hold you up in the lip a little bit. I've noticed that. You want something that's really, really flat rocket, like super flat rocket. Now, obviously, if you then start surfing waves that have got serious curvature in them, and this is why we've got to take all, all the boards that are on the market with a pinch yeah, of salt. Yeah. Like, where are you surfing? Yeah. You're surfing in England. Yeah. Flat ass rockers. Unless it's like a really good day in, in Cornwall or a really good mm. day in Croyd or some of the best beach breaks that we have. And don't get me wrong, we do have some some pumping days, but eight-ish, nine times out of 10, try and ride the flattest rocker you can. Yeah, and if you get can... so much more fun getting in early. I get
1: asked this a lot now because uh, obviously we're pro surfers and I'm best mates <laughs> with Ben, ben Gravy. We'll uh, discuss that in a second. Um, It's what was the best board for me or what's the best board for my kid or what's that? And, and, and honestly, I was like, just get a foamy for, to start with. You know, if you're going to spend money on a board, um, don't go straight to something that's like 650, 700 quid or whatever. Again, I'll be cancelled by surf shops around the world, but, but get something that's usable, reusable. You know it's going to get you waves every time you go. You know, you see a lot of people who come to the beach once every six months and they get out there in pristine custom spray board that would be nice to have in a quiver, but is totally inappropriate for the days that they then surf. And then get in the water and get frustrated that they catch nothing and surf nothing. And like, if you'd have just got a decent foamy, you'd have had a smile on your face from the moment you got into the moment you got out.
0: It's, it's so true. Because you're
1: still surfing. You it, are What is surfing?
0: And, and I really, and I think for me, because um, if you're on the fence listening to this about foamies, I think, so for me, I, I very much was not getting involved in the foam board thing very much because I didn't think you could really get them on rail but I just never got the right size yeah, yeah. I never got the right size and I'd never quite got it in the right conditions with the right mindset yeah. and you but if you switch that all up you really can find the right one is it then going to replace a genuine hardboard rail for when the waves are overhead no nope never yeah, exactly you know if the waves get two three feet overhead or head high or like good head high like, like throwing lips and it, it, it's it's kind of it's like too much chaos isn't it we talk about the, the line between order and chaos yeah and that's one of your lines Liam from near the beginning of our uh, first episodes try and find the balance between order and chaos <clears throat> in a nutshell that is the surfing journey and yeah. with some ways we get given tons of order because all the power has been taken away you've got to create some chaos create some speed bars of soap flat rockers foam balls da da when the chaos comes back from the wave you juice so the love chaos that. Increase the order. Yeah. Bring back some hard rail because it actually isn't very fun. I've I've had a number of surfs uh, where I've been on like a an original puddle jumper in in properly overhead waves, and and, and, and it's not great. No, because you nearly drowned me at Croydon. <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah. I did
1: almost drown. Wor- me at the Croydon. worst surfing experience in my <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird surf. But um, even worse than the board in the face Weaver fish incident. Oh, on the God, same day. Yes, on the same, yeah. Oh, plus that, getting wiped out several times.
0: Yeah, and indeed. And then that was when you started, it was a right round when you started right, realising that you could ride your McFanning in more conditions yeah. than you yeah. had once thought. But yeah, no, I think that there were some great foamy boards out there. We had a, we had a fantastic trip. Um, and it was a great reminder uh, in to just how enjoyable and uplifting it is to just have a bit of a sort of time away as well.
1: well I completely agree. It did wonders for me yep. in you know, stressful times of work and all that sort of thing. And you you also have, um, you you combine that. So time away, obviously sunshine helps, but with good people as well, the energy of the crew that we were surfing with was brilliant, epic. you know? So, you know, Ryan and Tiago, good friends of yours. Then Ollie joined on the the next day.
0: And those people in the water are happy for your waves. Uh, I want to mention something on this really key on this so just have a real proper thing about this when you're thinking about a trip like who is involved think about the characters involved it's a big big one if everyone's on the same page moving forward in the same direction it can be incredible and that trip was was a really interesting one because normally larger groups it it can be tricky to get everyone happy I hadn't had had the best night's sleep we have gone to bed pretty late and we were going to be all getting up pretty early because you know the sun rises in this country at like 4am Yeah, in the summer it's ridiculous it doesn't get dark till 11 you really sort of can have a few hours of sleep and get straight back up because you know it's light yeah. and I was like right and I was up at four taking a piss in my uh, portable potty to which Tiago found quite quite humorous he sort of turned and as he's waking up he sees this large male weeing in a bottle opposite him but anyway um was 4.10 that's the song that Sting didn't sing
1: <laughs> sausage in a bottle
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking where's he gonna take this <laughs> <laughs> Where is Ugh. he going to take this? Um, it, was a, it was actually a proper semi-on, so you know when you have to like push it? I, I, I'm thankful having I was... you to really nudge it down I mean, and then and I, actually fit I, I, it inside I, I the lid. I mean, I,
1: I mean the one Given the how thick... I didn't share the room there. I was given happy. how thick
0: my penis is, it was quite, quite an, quite I, I, an, a, a, an oh. exercise getting it inside the lid. But anyway... Jesus. We're
1: we, going to have parental advisory I lyrics know, on mate, it. I know, go, we'll
0: forget all that. Forget all that. 4.10am. Um, right. Come on, lads, let's go. And everyone... Boom, boom, boom. No complaints. No. We were in the car at 4.40. Yeah. Going over the road to a different beach just to see, so it would see what it was like over there. It was stunning over there. Pr- genuine, proper sunrise. Coming over the dunes, shining on the ocean with this kind of greeny, turquoisey water. Four of us out. That's it. No one else in. No one else in. No one else in for the first hour. Yeah. So That was really sick. That, but that was a great indication of the kind of group you've got there. Everyone's just after it. Let's do it. And there's no like, oh, I could have another hour in bed. Two hours. Should we have a coffee first? No, we didn't even have a coffee. No. We just got up. Pfft, let's do it. Let's have a coffee after. So that was a real... And, and so
1: Andrew Huberman would have been cheering from the clifftops had he been he in North Devon. would.
0: Because he recommends what? Get, don't have caffeine. Get some exercise in before. Before you've had, yeah, yeah. you've had some exercise in the Move morning around. first. Move around. Move first. No, it makes sense. It does. Yeah. So it was. It was a sick trip. And, um, you know, being with your friends and just... And just surfing in the sun. I mean, Jesus, what a formula. Ah, oh, the it, dream. It's, it's gold. Um, moving on. Segment number two. Now,
1: can I, before we move oh, come on, so, we... go, go. Oh, so yeah, we haven't mentioned No, the... no, we will about this. But now you might have thought that Will and I spent the last 30 minutes talking about surfing. Some people <laughs> have mentioned that on the show. <laughs> We've had fine, some complaints. Listen, Seriously, let's talk about it. It's, we... a, it's a broad church. Uh, yeah. My wife is one of these, but it's, it's something that other people have said to me before. Really, I love the show. It's so good. But um, you guys do talk about surfing quite a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And boards. And I'm like,
0: you know, it's funny that (laughs) I've got clients who I've gotten onto the show. And I say to them, say, look, you know, we talk about, you know, mindset and motivation and accountability and diet and, you know, who you spend time with. And it's all these kind of life bits around surf. And they come back and say, you just talked about surfing. Yeah. And there's the complaint. And they tune out. Yeah. no no this is a show about surfing
1: and, and you can draw parallels and mindfulness and mindfulness and actually some of the things you know if you get really sort of deep about it even when we talk about foamies, some of the parallels you can draw from that about what sort of path are you on in life are you on the sort of serious hardboard under your arm path or are you on the I'm just gonna get the best out of it regardless of what people think path and so you can draw whatever metaphorical sort of bits out of even the surfiest of surf conversations
0: 100% um, before we move on to segment number two yeah go it's very very important um, Ben Gravy, legend we love him hero he's he's a top top guy and I'm sure we'll meet him one day and Ben if you're listening uh, hats off to everything that you've done um, I posted a video I, I, I uh, caught a bit of footage of you um, going right this time because everyone had said why didn't he go left on this oh. other video which was just like guys guys there was a giant set of granite <laughs> rocks to his left, yeah. about three metres from. Anyway, there was that video of you, slow-mo. I did get a lot of complaints
1: cool. about the choice of
0: direction. But Everyone's slating you for that. I was like, mate, give him a break. Jesus Come Christ. Come and have a look where we were. Have a little look. Um, would have been a good left, though.
1: It would have been epic.
0: Three metres only into rocks. but And the last I'd, one I ever did. And the last you ever did. Then you had a right, which I filmed, on off fun easterly little summer vibes we were getting and, and you fitted in a sort of five, six, seven metre cuddy back to the foam hit the foam carry on in 1 to 2 feet waves really and it, it caught Ben Gravy's attention no less and it was just a really cool moment so in a nutshell we can quote saying Ben Gravy likes Liam's surfing done you can say <sighs> that it's a nice thing to life's say. complete um, so but there you go fun times next thing we'll have uh, Kelly watching me do cutbacks and uh you <laughs> can add some comments and give me some coaching maybe that's where we'll go with it well it's we'll funny start it? getting coached by the top it, guys in the world it's so. it, 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 it sort of it, it's it's an interesting sort of trajectory
1: because we're talking about this both of us as everybody's an improver surfer of some description level um somebody said to me the other day about oh it's hard being a beginner i said everybody's a beginner really you're just beginning each bit of the next chapter. Oh, nice. For, for me, I'm trying like to that. sort of keep going and keep improving and, you know, actually even on the subject of foam boards before we move, move on, I've said this a lot, but it's, it's good to have in mind. that I used to think, can't do a cutty on a foamy. Can't do that on this board. This board doesn't do that. And it was never, ever the board. It was always me. You
0: and equipment. Yeah. Ombi. Yes. Ocean, mind, body, equipment. Mind, yes, it couldn't conceive of it. Ocean, do you have the waves? Body, are your legs actually able to do this movement now? Yeah. Equipment. Yeah. And when you put the quad keel in the back, wow, bang. And so again, you know, if you're looking to really spice up your surfing, just switch up your fins and And, and start getting some twins and quads in your life.
1: And the surf crew are getting a lot of love on this. Thanks Ryan for selling me the quad keel.
0: Oh yeah, Fuck, that was Ryan again, wasn't it? He's got the best kit. Got the best kit. Gucci Ryan. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show. If you connect with what we do here at The Mindful Surfer, why not share it with your friends? Or go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Because the more ratings we have, the more likely it is Liam and I can come back week after week and keep building this community of mindful surfers. Now, let's get back to the show. Segment number two, bit of mindfulness. Let's take a breath into the nose, guys. And breathe out. And take a breath into your nose. And breathe out. Let's take two more breaths. So breathe in through your nose. And breathe out slowly. And last one for now. Take a breath into your nose. Really notice the air going in. And breathe out nice and slowly. So I want to mention something on breathing before we move on since we're talking about mindfulness I'm doing, doing some mindfulness um, Wim Hof is someone that I expect most people listening to this have heard of if you haven't check him out the Iceman as he's known in the mass media because he's, he's reaching mass media circles now He's a very very popular guy has a massive following and um, most of his teachings have been actually about, about breathing and breath work uh, and not so much about the cold although he, he recommends the cold for various reasons but if you To follow his work, it's about breathing uh, for various reasons. But there's been some really interesting science um, coming out from the breath training world of late, recent times. And it's about, uh, interestingly, nitric oxide. Okay, Now, you produce nitric oxide in your nostrils anyway. It's why it's so important to breathe in through your nose because you then get access to your own uh, nitric oxide. Now, nitric oxide has a number of benefits, but to a surfer, it would be more endurance in the surf because it's blood flow. You're going to trans, transport more oxygen to your, to your cells, to your muscle cells, because the blood is flowing more freely. So nitric oxide is just going to be great for that. Um, here's the kicker. And it was such a profound light bulb moment that I, I had to actually pull over. I was driving the car, listening to a podcast, and I had Wim Hof on it. And it was Mark Hyman. Yeah. So just to, to have a quick look, guys, we recommend Mark massively. But Mark Hyman's health podcast, he's a doctor- and he has various health topics he covers. This one was about breathing. And it was just a little chunk from Wim Hof. Now, they were discussing this aspect of omming and ah and chanting. Okay? So making noises like ooh, ah, om, so on, so on, so on. And they've always been very woo-woo in perception. I happen to have taught that kind of technique for years, more than a decade. And I remember being at the Hay House uh, Birmingham author's event it was called. It was about it was about 450 people. Ooh. And I got I got people doing um, and mm-hmm. I got, I was just doing it. So I've, I've always done. For the mindfulness benefit, for the presence and concentration benefits, the calming benefits, what it does to the central nervous system, the digestive system, so on, so on, so on. Therefore, also the spiritual side of things too, getting a little bit more woo-woo. But bring it back to, to physical, this was really interesting. I didn't realize that when you make a noise like or, um, and I've done that every morning for more than a decade. I start my day the same way I've started it for a long, long time now. I do, well, now Now it's a bit different. I do, I do yoga with it. I do, mm. I do the deep squat with it, but it's always been meditation. It's always been a om um, or a ooh, or whatever. When you vibrate your vocal cord like that, you do two things. You trigger the vagus nerve. That has a really interesting effect on the body uh, as an aside, but what it also does is make your nose, and they've tested this now. It's really interesting. You can actually... Look at clinical trials that are looking at this at the moment. You increase your nitric oxide production in your nostrils 15-fold Wow. compared to a conventional nostril breath. You did 10 minutes of this stuff, 15, 20 minutes of this stuff, you're going to enter into your day with superior blood flow. So therefore superior everything. You name it, mm. it will be better. Mm. And, and if I ever miss my um, meditation work in the morning, I just don't have the same day. Yeah. It just—it just doesn't have the same energy around it, the enthusiasm, the, the the, the productivity, whatever it might be. And so it was a real amazing moment where I thought, "Wow, I've—I've I've taught this for so long, and I've never known why. I mean, I've known why on a more like mind-based level, but I've never known as much why it's so important for me as to, as the to I, as as that I do right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus, that is that is mad." And so you think you can basically hack your health in the mornings, if you want, or whenever you want to do it, if you just make this ooh, noise. Now, when I've had clients doing this, these things with me in person, and they've been on the much more non-woo-woo end of a client, um, it's always a bit like, what are we are doing? This is a bit weird, and it's all a bit, you know, spiritual, Should we call it. You don't have to call it that now. You can call it the endurance hack, the yeah. surf better hack, the feel better hack the 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 sharper brain hack you know it, it nitric oxide is going to help every single area every single organ in your body yeah so well we're very just do it we're very basically.
1: we're very quick to mock and laugh at some of the almost like ancient wisdom that's out there that yeah. people have practiced long before yeah. the internet yeah. or um, you know certain cultures yeah use yeah. for the benefits that it gave them and we like oh, it's rubbish <laughs> woo woo we've moved on big time you, there's a you know you, you don't need to do that anymore, and it's like well maybe you do. I, I knew I didn't know about the sort of uh, blood flow thing. I certainly knew about sort of vagal uh, vagus nerves st- sort of relaxation stimulation, Simulation. whatever you want to call it, um, from making those uh, sounds. And the vibrational uh, bit of it is is beneficial as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bit like bees humming. I read somewhere that beekeepers are the healthiest profession on the planet. And there is some potentially woo-woo science in the fact that it's the not just the benefits of raw honey and all of that stuff that they're around and being out in nature, that invariably must be a factor. It's also they think, and I'd love to find this study. I'd want to show it very briefly. Um, it's the it's the, it's the vibrational wow. um, humming. Mm, bzzz, and being that close to that much vibration of good wow. stuff. Because bees can... Up and change that—that uh, that, um, that that is beneficial to your Jeez. cellular health.
0: Yeah. Wow,
1: it's yeah. so cool. Uh, now I don't know if that's t- somebody writing. Like, by we- the way, somebody did write in Carolyn yep. about yep. the dog poo that we talked about last time. So we do have li- <laughs> We do have expert listeners. We've got can, Kelly who can write in and, and Carolyn. Yeah, who can write in and say. Bullshit, lads! Don't you know? Yeah. This is it. Yeah. But she said dogs do stand in their own shit. Oh, so if, if there are any beekeepers out there who have got very ill health, really, write in and let me know.
0: Really <laughs> do. Yeah. I I could see us one day having a retreat with foam boards, lots of ooing and ahhing and oming, and raw honey. Wouldn't that be great? I love it. Fantastic. We can just eat the honeycomb.
1: You know, I we talk don't yeah. I give food stuff. One of the things I really love in the now whether because the, there's sugar in this, but is uh, kefir and raw mm. honey mixed up as mixed a sort of together. evening Whoa. little treat, if I'm feeling. Beautiful. It's It's kind of milk and honey, isn't it, really? It is one of the best combination of flavours I think you can get.
0: And according to a book, which is called something like Ultra Process, have you heard of this recent, it's mm-hmm. a real bestseller, There's mm-hmm. all about processed food? Yeah. In one of the chapters, they talk about um, the only complete food on the planet, carbs, fats, protein. Yeah. Honeycomb. Yes. Larvae. Yeah. Little eggs, things, lots of protein in it. Yeah, for, from what's been going on with all the bees' activity, this blah blah. blah. Obviously, honeycomb itself, fats and glucose. Finally, from the honey, <sighs> that's pretty cool.
1: Super, and you can
0: see why, for example, like the Maasai. You, know, <clears throat> you see these programs, uh, sort of people follow around these wonderful yeah. tribes, and they follow tribes like the Maasai tribe, and uh, or the Hadza is another famous one. Yeah, and they will cr- they will climb up these trees get stung a thousand times, yeah. grabbing this massive beehive, honey pot, something, honeycomb, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. And, and you <laughs> you can see there's this sort of amazing aspect of when you're not around sweet stuff ever, access to it, you'd, you'd go through anything yeah. to get that little hit of, of carbs. Yeah. So it's always quite cool to watch it. But yeah, honey is an amazing food. Um, vibrating is amazing. And, and going back right to the beginning, um, try some. Ooh. So in the mornings, I do, I do a breath in, or four seconds, five seconds, six seconds through my nostrils, and when I breathe out, I go, Ooh, and that's—I've done that for years. Yeah. So you on the way out, just, Ooh, and you make, and what you do is you exhale, making that vibrational sound uh, for as long as you can. Sometimes ten seconds, twenty seconds, thirty seconds, whatever, depending on your lung capacity. Make that sound, and and do it with your morning exercises, your morning meditation, your morning yoga, whatever it is, and it just sets up the day. Um, moving on, segment number three, mind body stoke. Um. For me, I want to go back to my my ankle. It's been something I've spoken about a fair bit on the show of late. And I think it's been a while since we did a recording. So I think I did my 48-hour fast. You did. Right. I've been wanting to do a longer fast for a while, uh, just on black coffee and water. I've done a lot of fasting over a a lot of of years now, intermittently. So I I tend to not eat till earliest three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock each day. And on this occasion, I was like, "Right, right, I'm going to do an extended fast. It's been recommended for inflammation purposes to, to help with that. And Because my ankle, mm, a little bit niggly, so on and so forth. I did the 48-hour fast, and it, it was a 60 70% drop in inflammation on this niggle I'd been having. And it's free. Yeah. <laughs> Fasting's just about the most free thing you could do. You've got to go on Amazon and spend... Hundreds of pounds on supplements,
1: and it saves you money on food.
0: And it saves you money on food. Just don't eat. Yeah. Um, the literature is all out there. It's 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 in the it's in the absolute bucket loads well, now. There's so much <clears throat> being talked about with fasting now. But it, my ankle had been niggling, niggling, niggling for month, six weeks, It's affecting my surfing. It's getting annoying. It was it was really affecting my front side snap and kind of affecting how I tur- did turn the board and just it was just kind of there niggling. Yeah. And and it, since then. It's consistently stayed right down. It's now I can really surf, surf skate, I can do from that fast. Uh, I
1: think one of the most credible people on this is Peter Tier. Yeah. Because it's hard for people to say, well, he's just some crackpot woo woo. Uh, He's such a well researched doc and interesting kind of thinker. Um, And and if if you want an accessible, so credible, but the accessible. Uh, kind of dive into this although as you said it's not a great ad for fasting because of uh, Chris Hemsworth's inability to he hadn't done it before but uh, or necessarily was, wasn't was sort of set up for it but the, that Limitless documentary the episode with Peter Attire and Chris Hemsworth where they talk about longevity and fasting is brilliant because it's a well, it's a one hour episode where you get a little bit of an insight into well where Peter Attire is explaining the science behind it He's explaining the benefits of it. He's explaining and being realistic about the difficulties of it. Um, but he's then putting someone through it who is used to consuming, for, certainly for muscle growth, lots and lots of uh, meals, food, uh, albeit sort of fairly uh, healthy stuff. So I think Peter T is really good on the subject of fasting, and just in terms of you know what 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 a lay person, me included, having a look at this as a sort of easy-to-watch, easy-accessible um, bit, bit of TV, The Limitless Thing um, with Chris Hemsworth is absolutely brilliant. And as we know, obviously Hemsworth is a huge fan of the show and um, tunes in every week and listens to us talking about uh, surfing, boards, uh, and nutrition. Um, but no, I think sort of on a serious note, Peter T is really good. I think Huberman's pretty, pretty good on this stuff as well. I mean, a lot of people that listen to this show will know both of those... Um, um, kind of specialists and like you say it's it's not a new thing now um, I, I mean the chat we were having just going back to the sort of uh, crew that were on the surf uh, trip as well we we'd all kind of done versions of some sort of fast i mean most people are aware of it from the 52 that was that's what really popularized sort of intermittent fasting to the 168 where you know you, you kind of eat within this 8 hour window and that's really easy i find that a really easy thing to do and almost by default end up doing that anyway and um, so it, it, but I haven't done, and this is why I think this is if, you know. And before you do it, you probably it's quite it's worth watching this this, this episode of this documentary Limitless with Chris Hemsworth and um, Peter Tier Is I would, would like to give that a whirl. That three, th- almost like a three day mm-hmm. full key to Genesis. I think it is, isn't it? Where you kind of and you, you rid your body of some of those zombie cells, and particularly for inflammation. It's really it's,
0: it's one of those interesting ones where um, it, if not now when. And yeah. that's, that's one of the key, key aspects of, of doing an extended fast. So just yeah. don't, don't wait around. Also also have a think about your motivations. I think that um, my, my, if anything starts to really affect my surfing, that's it. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'll do a carnival diet. I'll do a zero carb diet. I'll do a, I'll do a fast. I'll do this. I'll do whatever. Buy a supplement. Uh, try a different food approach. A stretching approach. A sleep thing. Whatever. It might be a training thing. I'll I'll do it because the motivation's there. And I think if you're listening to this and you just really love surfing, which I clearly you you must do, have. yeah. Um, don't hang around. I, I think that's if and something's niggling, yeah. you have a little bit of a niggly back, niggly neck, niggly ankle, knee, whatever it might be. It, you will not eliminate it. You're never going to eliminate anything like that. It's, it's it's about managing inflammation. But you will go a bloody, bloody long way of mitigating. And can I also mention this? Just quickly run through some of the myths. You will not be hungry. You'll also. S- find that actually you can sleep as long as you don't have caffeine in the afternoon that was my big mistake don't have caffeine in the afternoon on the first night you have not had any dinner so you will sleep energy levels fantastic energy and then the next day and then you go oh yeah but can I surf because I have not any food oh my word when you start burning fat you wait I had a surf on the second day of the fast after about 40 hours of fasting that just I, I honestly I'll go as far as saying this I've never had more energy in my body to this day it was like my arms were like propellers and I just, I, I couldn't make them tired. It was bizarre. It was such a strange feeling. If I was going to go into like a comp of some kind around surf or something or or paddling, let's say we're doing a pat someone would paddle around the island in the back, I don't know, whatever. And I got myself geared up into about the 40th hour I I can almost vouch that I would win. I just was not getting tired. Like my body was burning so much fat. It, it was such a pure
1: fuel. It, it, it's. I think this is Peter Attia's thing, and and, I, I, and forgive me if I'm sort of quoting him wrong. But th- there is something in that sort of ketogenic state where you are fasting, and the reason you become so focused and have so much energy mm. is because your primal body is trying to hunt for food. So yeah. you're sharp because you need to be the hunter. So all of your senses, your vision everything start to switch on to a heightened state in order to go out and find the nutrition that you need. And then you'll break the fast and you you, you go again. But uh, so it cool. is a fascinating science that I'm, 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 I th- I find it really, really interesting. It's really good.
0: And I think with any of these things, just just start uh, uh, small. Yep. Get up to medium. Get up to light. You know, just take everything. Just take it in steps. Take it in steps. If you've never fasted before, okay, see if you can go till 10, 11, 12. If, you, if you've done intermittent, okay, see if you can get to your 24 hours, so one meal a day. And just see what you can do that becomes part of your lifestyle. Not as a quick fix, I'll just do it one off and then go back to your old diet. No, that ain't going to work at all. You've got to integrate stuff. Integrate it to get it to stick. Once it's stuck, it's part of your life. You're getting those consistent benefits. And so for me, my routine is uh, I don't eat till five o'clock each day generally. Um, that's every day, but I do eat a lot at five o'clock as well. And I, and I have a, a lot of fat in my coffee. So it's not calorie less in the morning. I have my fatty coffee. But um, then once every two weeks, I do a thirty-six hour. That's now become part of it. But you've got to integrate stuff, haven't you? Five two does work for a lot of people, doesn't it? I, th- I think if you go from never having
1: done it to a five two, you'll get a, you'll notice a huge difference. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Uh, I've seen a lot of older people manage that because that's not really fat. I mean, it's it's restricted calorie days for two days of a seven day cycle, which is not hardship. No. Not really. um, so it's fascinating. I think the other thing to say on that is sort of mindset as well. Is you, you mentioned because you know te- all of this stuff we're chatting about and boards as well, but but is about how do you surf more and surf better and yeah. get the most flow out of the experience yeah. that is being in the sea. And I've had a couple of conversations with people recently about kind of what we're doing and and especially when it comes to because you know work gets in the way of lots of things for people. There's a reality of life on this planet and the way that the system's set up, but it is never a good time. To go and do the thing that you want to do, and in this case, that's surf. So, therefore, it's always a good time because there'll never be the moment to uh, retire and do it, or I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it in the future, or I'm gonna surf one day, or, you know, uh, and or I used to surf and I'm sure I'll surf again. You know, I've been that person, and the best thing to do is to where you can grab the opportunity is to go and do it because that opportunity might nev- never come up again. So. To just grab stuff and do stuff and try stuff all with a purpose. So whether it's nutrition and fasting for body, whether it's that kind of benefit for mind of surfing and getting a strong body. And and then therefore your stoke levels are just through the roof. And then you take that back into the real world anyway. And good things happen because of it.
0: Good things happen. I think that if you're loving life on land, uh, the universe is going to open up numerous surfing opportunities for you. Yeah, Because it's what you want. Yeah. And if your vibe is high and you know what you want, it's just going to happen. Too right. You're going to surf a bunch, and it's going to be a- epic. And it doesn't have to be under this label of how you thought it was going to have to be. It'll work out even better than that. It'll 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 be even more mysterious than that and wonderful. So, absolutely, dude. Do not wait. Just do it. And if not now, when? You know, there is there is no one day. I'll you know. It just it's got to be now. Yeah. That's it. Um. Seven number four, surf media.
1: Well, we've got to mention Ben Gravy because we were giving him a lot of kudos at the beginning. And I'm convinced you and I are going to be on the Red Bull foam wreckers next year. It's got, we're waiting for the invite. That's it. John Wayne Freeman, send yeah. us an invite, send, please. Send it over. Um, but ben... You'd win it, by the
0: way. <laughs> I fucking would. Surf you've, got to see, you've got to see it to believe it. I wonder how you deal with the nerves.
1: Me, I'd love to 200 be. 200 people on the beach. Me, Rob, and Ben Gravy. I, oh, my God.
0: I swear to God, mate, if you, if you. Well, get me on a bomber, get me on a mid length. Get you on your mic, get Kalani out there, and get Ben, and and we're up there. Yeah. We are, we are up there now.
1: USA versus GBR. Uh, hey, let's give it a whirl. Hey, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: Britain versus America. Oh, yeah. mate, is it happening? Yeah. Foam wars. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: foam alone. Uh, <laughs> hey. I don't know where that came from. So no, but Ben Gravy, he has just convert. This 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 guy is committed to just having frivolous fun. And the things that he's done for surfing and surfers, and especially people who have always felt on the fringes of it, because it's about being... He has put a big pin through the balloon that is serious surfing, and it's better for it. And the joy he brings to like young and old people from his attitude to life and surfing. I, I've got a lot of time for Ben Gravy's sort of, uh, vibe, and the thing that he's done for this kind of sport... But he's just done this thing with this truck. He bought this truck and he's created like his own wave pool. Have you seen this? No. He's put this big, like wooden plank. So it's the prototype, and driven this sort of Toyota flatbed truck through a little, tiny little kind of uh, puddle, essentially. Oh my god! And he and he me. surfed it. Uh, I shared it through me. our social channels. Uh, when you listen to this, like it'll a little six-inch wave. Yeah, and he still Jesus. surfs it on a log. And the fact that he has spent all this time—he bought the truck, he stripped the truck down. He's—he's he's, the idea that he's had. He's a guy that has an idea and doesn't just talk about it. He makes it happen. Awesome, awesome. And I have so much respect yeah, for that's people. Really like that. cool, mate. And and stuff that's good for the universe. Not like mm-hmm. people have ideas and take bad energy into the world. Yeah, this guy's doing things for fun and if people are creating fun and laughter and joy in a world that is usually fear based or where we're supposed to be pushed into fear I love that so you've got to check this out it's his truck concept it is frivolity and stupid and ridiculous but that's what makes it brilliant
0: epic dude epic
1: so, yeah, that's it. Mate,
0: what a show. Geez, Louise. And
1: we're sorry we talked we, about surfing for we, so we, much. We've Surfer. We've got
0: onto a bit of breathing, a bit of this, a bit of mindset. I <laughs> uh, to say, Liam and I will both have another foamy next time we chat.
1: Yes. Uh, send all of your foam uh, so boards you, are, you want testing to. Thank you.
0: If you are JS and you're listening, or your pie's out and you're listening, Catch Surf, you're listening, Mick send Fanny. them over. We, although we've tried we it. Will, but... We are happy to be sponsored by you guys. Free boards, loads of cash, loads of trips. That's fine. Look, look, we'll take it. It's fine. We don't mind. Look. Yeah. You don't
1: need to pay us in food because
0: we'll be fasting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll live on our bones, muscles. By the, I'm by so hungry.
1: I could eat a foam board. <laughs> anyway, absolute pleasure. It's great cool. doing this. Good to be back. Cheers, guys. Bye.